And welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast, and good evening. So, today we bring you strangers on a train because we don't know anybody anyway. In this production, we have a man who is framed. Does he, did he really do it? We don't know. Well, we do. We watch the movie. We're going to tell you. <laughs> so, we have this podcast, Movie Theater Time Machine, which we do stuff uh, you've heard it before. I'm bored. Okay, so we have here Cass, Nick. Dan and Jocelyn, and you have yourself a wonderful time, and we hope to entertain you, hope to give you some suspense in this Hitchcock month, and we bring the tale to you. Oh, and we got some observations? Yes, we did. Okay, yeah. list of observations. Yes, I gotta make sure those are up there. Okay, well, I'm Kaz, and I may be old-fashioned, but I thought murder was against the law. <laughs> Hey, I'm Nick. When an alibi is full of bourbon, it can't stand up. I'm Dan, and, uh, I beg your pardon. Aren't you Guy Haynes? Hey, wait, are you Dan? <laughs> oh, my God, you are Dan, aren't you? Uh, uh, gets up, walks away. Yeah. <laughs> d Master, I know you. Oh, Bob set you up for this, didn't he? Right. Yeah, you know, I know <laughs> okay. you're here, right? Uh, Fine. <laughs> No, he did not want it to. All right. <laughs> Somewhere Bob's like, I've been blamed, and I don't know why. Psychic. <laughs> He's listening to this right now laughing his ass off. Probably. <laughs> uh, and I'm Joss, and uh, this, is ni- uh, this is a nice item for the gossips. First thing you know, they'll be talking about orgies. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a lot in here in this Strangers on a Train, which was surprising. Surprisingly, really good. I liked it. This one it was, was good. Really good. I knew the basics of the plot, having I've not ever having seen it, but I like knew the like the plot of Strangers on a Train. I've seen yeah. like versions of it in other other shows. Yeah. Um, and basically, this movie to me is just an excuse why you never talk to anyone on public transit <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's like a um, there's a really great show that is often overlooked uh, by Anthony Bourdain called The over and it's a very it was a very short-lived show they only did it a few times but basically what he did was he found a way to make a show was he had to take a plane ride somewhere and he just booked himself a little extra time between changing planes so he would just leave the airport eat his way through the city and get back on the plane within 24 hours okay that sounds neat yeah it actually was pretty good and he did the one for new york city he's like i'll tell you i live in new york and he mentions this movie he says i watched strangers on the train and when you're on the subway you just gotta look at the floor or look around don't make eye contact mm-hmm. trust me yeah <laughs> you don't want to crisscross <laughs> and, then here, and then i watch this movie I'm like oh yeah yes, <laughs> like, i get it that's what he was talking about aren't you anthony bourdain no he did but <laughs> aren't you anthony bourdain gets no. up leaves <laughs> That was the best at the end when the yeah. two of them just look at each other and just fuck off. It's, it's like, like, okay, and I'm done. Yep. Goodbye. Yeah, and the funny part of that, though, did anybody catch who that was on the other side of him? It was a, a priest. Right? It was a priest. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that was a priest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, aren't you? Aren't they ain't you, taking any chances. Aren't nope. you, guy? Nope. It's like, I would stop taking trains at that point. Yeah. Like, I, I would have been just, like, ruined for trains. <laughs> well, that was, a, that was a major thing of transportation, though. I know, yeah. but... Okay, Airplanes. think about what he went through. I would have walked. Yeah, true. True, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, at that point, yeah, or at least, yeah, I would have taken cabs. Taken a cab. Yeah. yeah or, a cab, yeah. Or hell, that would have been my adventure at Uber or, at that point. Or, hijack, or hijacked a nice old lady. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're chasing that car. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> so. This is a bit of a change because we're going back to black and white. Yes. Yeah. 1951. We are, we are averting a bit. So, I mean, this uh, Strangers on a Train, it was uh, the, some notes to it. Uh, this was produced by Transatlantic Pictures. So, it was founded by Alfred Hitchcock, longtime aso- uh, and longtime associate of Sidney Bernstein at the end of World War II. And for the end of Hitchcock's contract with David O. Selznick in 19. 19- 47. Now, David O. Selznick also, uh, probably his most noted movie is Gone with the Wind. Okay. That four-hour epic that should have been three movies. Yep. Easily. Yeah, very, very easily. Very good movie, but... I've never seen it. It's... Four hours. I have it. I own it on TV because my grandmother was, like, of the opinion that she and I were going to sit there and watch it together, and she died before we could. Yeah. So, yeah. It is an adventure to watch it, but just be prepared to, like, have to rest in between. Well, I haven't watched it, so... Yeah. yeah. What was the same when you do? And, you know, it's a little awkward being all sympathetic with the south yeah see i don't know the the only like four to six hour epic thing i'd i'd want to sit down and watch is the tv movie of the stand yes and and it is terrible it really is bad but but it's it's so good uh, it's six hours of so good no it's good you should watch it it's from 1993 (laughs) the audiobook of the book is 48 hours long Oh, wow. The stand is a, is a massive book. Oh, yeah, it's over a thousand oh, pages. Yeah. yeah. Damn, wow. So, one of the notes on this here is that this, you know, this was actually um, is this a Bob taken Bob from a book. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, actually Bob from his direct notes, too. <laughs> so, uh, it was the, the screenplay was written by Whitfield Cook. Uh, who um, added a little bit of homoerotic subtext to the story. Brantley is Whitfield. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it was only hinted in the original novel, which is based on, but he also changed from a coarse alcoholic into a dapper, uh, changed changed Bruno into, uh, from a coarse alcoholic into a dapper, charming old man dressed like a mama's boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, He was vamping all over the place, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) my God, there's so much sexual innuendo in this movie it's not even funny yeah Yeah. so much yeah am I the only one that was thinking I know someone said something about that but I'm not really seeing it much oh my god there was so much so much it's from like, from licking ice cream cones. Oh, that, oh, yeah. To, like... Yeah. Well, was, I'm saying the, oh, oh, the, that, the homosexual yeah. subtext of Bruno, it was subtle, It's got to be with this, this one particular actor, because... Yeah. It's like, it was yeah. subtle, but it was... Yeah. There. Yeah, so I mean, Hitchcock really liked what he did in his second attempt at the treatment, so it was like, hey, let's just go for it, that's going to be great. I like you, guy. Yeah, yeah. But I like you, guy. But I like you, guy. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and also it's like, you know, it's that scene in this movie, it's like, he has a a really odd, I notice Hitchcock really likes if somebody punches somebody, if they punch the camera. Punch the camera, this yeah. is the second time we've seen it. Yeah. Where was he in the movie? Oh, oh he was gosh. right at the very beginning. He was yeah. walking at the beginning, getting he's, onto the train, he's carrying he's a... carrying a viola. Yeah, carrying oh. like a like a big like stand up bass. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, good. Cause I totally forgot to even look. Yep. <laughs> it's like he was getting on the train and struggling with yeah. a, with a uh, like a yeah. viola case. Yep. Yeah. 
One of the cool things about this is this movie actually stars Patricia Hitchcock. I thought she yeah. did a great job. Yeah, and the I be- did. And funny part: Patricia yeah. Hitch- Hitchcock directed the scene that Alfred Hitchcock had his cameo in. Yeah. She like she's like, all right, you're in the scene now. I'm the director. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Which so, one did she play? Barbara. She was Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, so Patricia Hitchcock was uh, Alfred Hitchcock's only daughter. Yep, I thought she did. Like I said, she did a great job. She did a fantastic job, and nowadays she would be one of those girls that watches like the Murder Channel and Oh yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah, she's me. Yeah, so see, we have we have court TV now. Yeah, forensic yeah. files. Woo! I had the idea that she would have been like a modern day. She would have been Daria. <laughs> a little, a yeah, little bit. Yeah. I think she has a a bit more of an outgoing personality than yeah, Daria she, does. She's a, yeah, she's a hair more enthusiastic than Daria. Daria's yeah, just like, slightly. oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh wow! <laughs> what a shame this, I didn't wake ooh. up dead. Where she was very she was very excited about murder. <laughs> sure. Did you hear about it? He was yeah. next to a leg in the cooler for six hours. <laughs> it was like, you're creepy. I like it. I think it's wonderful you have a man who would kill for you. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I thought the same yeah. thing. I'm like, this kid is funny. Yes. <laughs> that's like funny, yeah. So this movie here stars a few of the noted players that we already mentioned. Uh, uh, Patricia Hitchcock. Uh, just to name a few here, we have Farley Granger, who was actually one of the actors in Rope. Uh, Ruth Romaine, uh, Robert Walker, uh, who played Bruno Anthony, Leo G. Carroll, who is Senator Morton, and uh, El- Laura Elliott, who's Marion. Miriam. Yeah. Here and then a few others who played some fun bits, um, like the police captain who oddly looked like uh, I don't know if any of you know uh, Three Stooges very well, but kind of looks like Joe Besser to me. I'm not really familiar. Yeah, Joe Besser was the last stooge of the last third stooge. Okay. Okay, so so after Shemp, after Curly. Way after. Like the, uh, I don't know, I don't know later stooges. It was like the fifth replacement at that point, (laughs) really. Just kind of like, okay, they, I think his story was, he was just the one that was just kind of there. He's like, hey, come here, you're, I think Mo went, hey, come here, you're fat. He's the the lesser stooge. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much, yeah. At that point, they're on their way out. Curly so, the lesser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Hitchcock secured the rights to uh, Patricia Highsmith's novel, the same name. He secured it just for $7,500 since it was her first novel. He kept his name out of the negotiations just so he could keep the price low. Yeah, they would have jacked the price way up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that would have been really, really low. And uh, Patricia like, oh, was... Well, in that case, you know, that, that kind of makes me a little upset, yeah. though, because yeah. she was already a female author. Female yeah. authors at that time got paid nothing. Right. Well, here's the thing: I don't think she specifically was in on the negotiations. It oh, was I probably like her her publisher. I, I realize yeah. that, but yeah. still. But they that didn't just makes know me sad. because <laughs> it went through. It went through Transatlantic Pictures. You know, as I'm going through the notes here, it went through Transatlantic. I think it was kind of hidden of who would actually do it. Right, of course. So it's like, okay, wait a minute. We're this buying is a the Hitchcock rights, but flick. we're not going to tell you who's yeah, who's, who's direct doing it. it. And it's plus the way that the the way that studios were set up. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, the studio is the one that makes it, and everybody right. else is just an employee right. who works for us. Right, right. Which isn't really quite the case it's anymore. It's not the way of. it is now. Yeah. No. So I mean, it's still, but the, she was so disgusted with just who actually bought the rights for a small amount that uh, I don't have any more of this but I imagine she didn't really do much more 
Probably not. So that's unfortunate. So this has been Bobservations. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry you're not here, man, but hope you're having a good time. Feel better, Feel better, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Strangers on a Train, it's so good. It was, it was, I don't want to say it was amazing, but it was a, it felt more like a Hitchcock movie to me. Like, okay, there's the suspense, the, the sitting slightly on the edge of your seat wondering, oh my God, is he going to get busted for this? How is he going to, how are they going to get around this? Is he actually going to perform the other murder? Is he going to break yeah. You know, th- there was all these questions that, you know, weren't resolved right away. Right. Not like, it, not like last week where we were yeah. like, the, res- the resolution came quickly and then I was kind of left bored. Whereas this one, I was like, oh, let's see what happens. Yeah, I was thinking what would uh, what would have happened was he would have killed him. He would end up killing Bruno. Yeah, that's what I was kind of yeah. hoping for. Well, for I have, I have a, a, like I said, I have an alternate ending for this movie. I dig it. I, I, I do. When we get to that part, I will, I will tell you what it is. But I like the way my brain works sometimes. <laughs> say, I've never read the book, but I have done a little bit of reading about you know the movie, mm. and apparently in the book, yeah. guy does kill. Um, Bruno's father. Oh, oh really? It was a big change in the movie. Oh. oh. I don't. I don't know what the ultimate like resolution of that whole thing is, but like it's it is a difference from the from the book. Like initially, after the author got over the whole like wait a minute he bought it for that little yeah after she got over that she initially praised the movie but over time she's kind of rolled back on it and just kind of like d- didn't really like the changes that were made like how yeah you know how Bruno went from being like a hard-edged kind of alcoholic to a dandy fop or well whatever. not to be that guy but I'm going to be that guy think about the kind of backlash she would have gotten going up against Hitchcock exactly at that time it I was better publicity for herself to be like, this is a great movie. Yay. Yeah. Because it brought up praise for her because Hitchcock was, you know, so revered. Hitchcock was, yeah. was like in charge of freaking everything. Right. Down to it. So speaking up against it, that any novel that she wrote after that was, you know, nobody was going to want to pick that up or touch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes more sense that as time has gone on, she's gone, you know, I really didn't like this part about it. And I didn't yeah. really like, she didn't have the, the, uh, what I call the Anne Rice effect. Right. Where she had already written these oh books God. and then could turn around and say, I don't like that you did this to it. I don't like that you did that to it. Like with... Uh, uh, um, interview. interview. No, Interview. She liked Interview. Yeah. She thought Interview was good. It the was the other one. Um, when they kind of merged the vampire Lestat and... Uh, crap, what was the third one? I don't know. The mean. one that with the... Queen of the Dam. Queen of the Dam. She yeah. hated Queen of the Dam because they merged two books together. Is that the together. one with that rapper? Yeah, that's the only reason Aaliyah. why. Yeah. 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 The one who died. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And now, the, yeah. the thing with Anne Rice, she can't take criticism for shit. She can't shit. take criticism. No, she can't. Like, she will go, she will search yeah. out people criticizing her online and, ha- and have herself and, a little flame war. Oh, yeah. yeah. Her she Twitter does, is, in, is entertaining. She, yeah. she does not like criticism yeah um but she she completely like was like no yeah the second one the second honestly it was bad yeah it was was not good no if they had actually done it in the era that it was supposed to be yeah it probably would have been okay sorry uh jonathan davis yeah you're i like corn 
that movie sucked. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't as great. I remember going in to see it. I'm like, oh yeah, that'll be. I was, I was <laughs> bored. I enjoyed the soundtrack. The soundtrack was good. Yeah, it was wasted on this movie. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And um, speaking with stuff you already mentioned Twitter, it just reminded me of something. Um, I want to help people out on the internet, actually. We have been getting uh, notices and messages on our Facebook page asking what times are certain movies, um, you know, we politely replied to almost all of them because you search movie times, you know, we pop up. Yeah. Right. right away, movie theater time machine. It's like, okay, there was a really nice woman out. I don't remember exactly what town she was in. I believe it was South Elbow in New Jersey. A woman named Marion who um, messaged us about what time is the, you know, dating when we are, what time is the Harriet Tubman movie playing in my area? (laughs) And, you know, I looked and I'm just like, you know, I'm out on a break at work and I'm kind of just a little bored and I'm like, oh, let's see, you know. Screw it, why not? (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, I looked at her profile and there's this, it's this older lady who doesn't really seem to know how internet works. Like, I could see she's, like, asking things like she's doing like Google searches and Facebook things and just like, can you know, download the internet so I can have it on my phone right it's just like I'm like oh like this is so nice and she's just like and somebody responds like oh you need to use Google it's like praise you thank you and I'll pray for you and it's like seems like a really nice lady so if you go on her Facebook page and you see this woman if you happen to know who she is I just really hope as I offered I said I will search and find this movie for you to see what the time so I'll be happy to help because she seemed like a really nice lady. I'm sorry, lady. And I just want to know that she saw this movie and hopefully enjoyed herself. Oh, <laughs> sweet lady. Yeah, I just want to know that she did that. Plus, you know, anytime you interact with us, feel free to message us anywhere. Um, when we get to the point, we'll do it and we might as well do it now. Oh, so, yes. So we'll do that actually. Here comes our social media. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Psych Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Now lastly, we have our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash mttm. As we said, it's always free to subscribe and share. However, anything you can donate would certainly be appreciated. Thanks so much and back to the show. We did what you asked. Crisscross. <laughs> Crisscross. Uh, so. Oh, so creepy. Seriously, strangers on a train, or never talk to anyone ever. <laughs> Should we do a scene by scene? Oh, or? we'll go through yeah. like you know, kind of the chunk How by chunk. How long was this? Because we one don't hour want... and forty five minutes. Yeah, which really wasn't bad. Although, yeah, <laughs> at one point <laughs> we were watching it. We, we watched mm. it through uh, Google Play, and mm. at one point the uh, the the closed captioning. Yeah. Broke. 
So everyone was saying, this is my daughter, Barbie. This is my daughter, Barbie. And then we we turned off the closed captioning. It was just like, that's distracting as hell. Then later on, we're watching. It was like, how much longer is the movie? I don't know. I hit the button. It still says it's at halfway point. Here's my daughter, Barbara. I'm like... I don't know. Everything broke. <laughs> oh, there was like man. five minutes left to the movie. I was like, there can't be much left to this. And I then, hit the button. Says still says 50, 50, like five zero minutes left. I'm like, like that can't be I right. I don't think that's right. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Everything that is broke. not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, here we have Strangers on a Train. We start out at the beginning. We have Guy Haynes, who's played by Farley Granger, who wants to divorce his vulgar, uh, promiscuous wife, who's played by Laura Elliott, so he can marry the elegant Ann Morton, who's the senator's daughter. He's also a tennis player. What yeah. does Hitchcock yeah. have with what tennis? Is thing yeah. With yeah. With What's tennis? his thing with yeah. tennis, man? Yeah. There was actual tennis in this movie, too. I yeah. was like, what yeah. the fuck? Why do we yeah. have to watch the tennis? Well, yeah, I mean, the ten- he, I mean they, part they, of it I get, yeah. but it went on a little It long. was a little yeah, long. They could have done an, yeah. a, a fast track through that. Well, I mean, he is British, too, so maybe there was... Oh, uh, and he's probably yeah. he's upper-class British, too, so... Was? Yeah, Hitchcock was, yeah. Oh, oh, Hitchcock. Yeah, I thought so, you were talking about not the character. character. No. Yeah, so maybe there was something to it. I don't know. Maybe he it. really liked Wimbledon. I don't know. No, I don't know either. I've never understood the idea of tennis. I like playing tennis. Mm. I used to play tennis as a kid with my brother. I like tennis. I like playing it. I'm not a big fan of watching it. I know ping pong. (laughs) I have no skill in ping pong. I'm terrible at it. I'm better with tennis. You're better at beer pong, let's face it. I'm really good at beer pong. Yeah. Yeah, not I, ills of a misspent youth I'm just really yeah. good at aiming yeah. <laughs> I actually only ever played beer pong once how many tickets did you get at that arcade yeah. thing a lot there, there's a beer pong game at, at round one yeah. and I'm, no really, I'm really good at it mm. and uh, yeah and like I said it's not from, from a misspent youth because I never really played beer pong yeah. I don't like beer yeah, <laughs> yeah we yeah, I played it once at a party about a year ago. Never really, never really had it. It's like I'll, I'll play the game. It's just yeah. like don't make me drink beer, but I'll play. I'm like, yeah. dunk, nope, shit, I'm terrible. Yeah. And there are different ways to do it too. Like there's the the one when the thing spins, when the ball spins around. Nope. Yeah. I literally just go and straight in. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a nothing but net type and person. There's apparently yeah. rules that if it bounces that it's no good. Or yeah, something. and you can yeah. blow and things pop out. I'm not really yeah. sure how that works. Who knows, man? Hey. So we got the psychopath that comes in here. Oh, this is, my yeah. God. My coworker, Larry. Hey. <laughs> Does anyone want anyone want to make a twin... A, ugh. Quentin Tarantino foot joke with this opening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, this whole, well, whole thing started from a foot tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we just watch their feet as they board the train. Just yeah. some shoes. Shoes. Yeah, okay, I can... I, I, uh, you did have pretty nice shoes on. Mm. You, you, you gotta give him that. You know, that, that was a nice old style, but... Yes. He, uh, Bruno comes up, and he's like, oh, you know, and you said something in the chat, though. Oh, that he had here so he's like he's like for a guy who doesn't talk much yeah. well, Bruno he, says oh I don't talk much and then he didn't shut up well cause yeah. the first thing he says is aren't you you know guy, guy. and he's like yes and um, each, you know, polite, I know a lot about you. Yeah, like polite and friendly, and yeah. then he starts talking. And at first, it's just like, and then he gets up oh, in his like personal a, space, like a fan. Okay, just a little bit. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I don't talk much. I'll let you read. And then he never shuts up. Yeah. And he's like a creepy stalker because oh, he knows so, so much. Creepy. Oh yeah, it's oh, it, he's idle rich. That's the problem. Yeah. 
He is idle rich. He's got nothing better to do. He's bored. He's done a hundred thousand things. And it's obvious that he's narcissistic personality. Oh, yeah. Like it's right there. His father even knows it because right. when you later on, when you actually see his and meet his father, and he's not in it very long. He's in one scene. He's talking to the the mother off camera. Yeah. All you can hear is little snippets of what he's saying Which and how was shot well. Yes, yeah. it was shot yeah. very well. But you yeah. get the snippets of we need to get him. He, he needs to be put away. He needs yeah. help. So yeah. the father knows that this kid is kid. I I say kid. In a uh, in broad terms, yeah. um, kid's a psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and the mother's in deep denial. Oh, yeah. oh completely. Yeah, completely. Oh, 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 you're such a kidder, Bruno. Yeah, and even when she like she shows the paintings as well. You see she's the paintings. A little, she's a she's little, flippy too. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's just not dangerous. She's, she's a little off, but she's not yeah. dangerous. He's no. dangerous. Yeah. Now, she kind of reminds me a little bit of my of my grandmother. I was going to say the same Grammy, thing. She reminds me of Grammy. Loved Grammy to death, but she was never all there. No. Her painting no. reminds me a little bit of the wall. Yes. Just a bit, yeah. <laughs> About the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Bruno... Uh, Broom talk and they're like, "Hey, I know a lot about you. I, you know, I know you had this. You know, you have this day. So when's yeah? When's the divorce? Yeah. You know, when's the yeah, wedding? Yeah. And and then guy starts getting this look on his face that you can just hear in his head. He's going, "Oh shit! What did Abort. I do? Abort! <laughs> yeah. What motherfucking hell is this? What, what is going on? All right, we're yeah. gonna dive. We're going down. Pull up! Pull <laughs> yeah. up! And he yeah. even attempts to like break away. He's like, "Oh no, I'd rather go to the dining. I'll go car. to the dining car. And then the dining Uh-oh. car is full, and he's like, "Crap." God damn it! I do have to go to this morons. All right, fine. Yeah. Stop. Stop vamping for five seconds, Bruno. Come on. Yeah. So Bruno is, you know, irritated. He has a dad who he doesn't like, and you know, the you know guy wants to divorce his promiscuous wife. So they said, "Hey, two guys on a train who never met each other. We're complete strangers. We swap murders." I want my my father gone and you want your wife gone. We could just swap. I've had this idea for a long time. Yeah. The idea for the, the perfect idea of a murder. Perfect murder. And okay. guy's like, the fuck? No, yeah. you're funny, man. Right. That's, that's so funny. You, so you said he looks like your, your co-worker Larry. He does look he like He looks Larry. like a younger version of your co-worker Larry. God. I'll back that up. He talks and sounds like one of my co-workers, who I'm not going to actually name because... <sighs> You know, you know who I'm talking about. I the do man, know the man who bathes in sunblock and believes that bananas are basically magic, and that if he drinks enough alkaline stuff, he'll never get cancer because alkaline is uh huh. Like, At this point, he is so alkaline he's practically a battery, and he talks. <laughs> Got it. And he talks just like this guy. Oh. And just like wow, wow, you're him. Wow. Okay. Oh shit. I was just. I was busy focused on how his tie had lobsters on it. Yes, <laughs> he did have a lobster tie, which I kind of. I a kind lobster of enjoyed. tie yeah. that was that had his name embroidered on it. Oh, yeah. it was like a pin. Yeah, a tie clip. A tie clip. Oh, it was a tie clip that said yeah. with a, a oh, wire. Okay. Yeah, that 
got me. I'm like, okay, this guy, you know, it's everything that he said, but knowing he has a tie with his name on, I'm like, this guy's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's like all <laughs> those girls that have, they have a necklace that says Tiffany. Okay, so yeah. I, thought, I forget. At yeah. that point in the at this point yeah. in the movie, I thought one of two things. Mm. Either this dude is nuts and, mm. like, completely narcissistic personality because nobody else I know wears their own name. Yeah. Uh, except for people who wear jewelry with their name it on it. It says, like, <laughs> Tiffany. But, or yeah, 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 but I'm not going yeah. there. He said it was a gift from his mother. He did. Yeah. But the other thing is, like, Again, he said it was a gift like from his mother. So it's like those ladies who sew their kids' names in their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Except this one was one that was out in the open. <laughs> That's See, what I thought. That mom, was my first reaction. My mom wrote, wrote our names on the tag in Magic Marker. Why? How are they going to get confused with your sister? They wouldn't get confused with my sister, but if uh, let's not forget, I'm about the same size as my dad. But you weren't as a little kid. No, but I did go to camp, and I didn't want to get things mixed oh, up. Oh, God. I, I never went to camp, but my oh. grandmother did that. Yeah. I went to camp a uh, few times. Yeah. One of them was in a real creepy place, and it was basically Camp Crystal Lake. Oh. Thanks, Mom and Dad. I, um, my grandmother wrote, made my mom write my name in my underwear. Yeah. So in case something happens and in case it gets mixed up and he has to pick up a pair of underwear and he knows it's his. <laughs> like I I why? It's a very specific I, situation there, Mom, yeah. but all right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was not I was not raised in that household. The only <laughs> thing they ever put our names on were our toys. So <laughs> we wouldn't lose them or if they got if somebody else had the same one, we could be like, Oh, like Andy. Yes, you Andy pick, you the put foot. the foot I was like, so it says J B. Okay, it's mine. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the only thing they ever put our names on. I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. That, that, clothing, no. Yeah. <laughs> so they want to go ahead and they present some guys like, ah, you know, I, uh, yeah, he just pretends to be amused by the idea, but Bruno says, okay, he's in agreement to the scheme, so. Yeah, Bruno gonna, takes it yeah. as okay. Yeah, so guys like, I'm going to get the fuck away from here, but he leaves an engraved uh, uh, cigarette lighter there from A to G that's a monogrammed on there, which Bruno keeps. Yes. And what is what is the A to G mean? And 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 to God. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a gift from the the, the mistress, the fiance, yeah, the, yeah. the the woman that he he is in love with now because yeah. his yeah. wife is cheating, hardcore yeah. cheating, uh, yeah, openly yeah. and brazenly in oh, yeah. his face, yeah. hardcore, like. I was I, I was know. actually a little surprised at how she was written, to be quite honest with you, yeah. for the time frame. Right. I am actually surprised at how she was written and how she was portrayed. Yeah. She was fooling around with two boys at the Yeah, but yeah. it was Fair. but it was like brazen. Yeah. Like it and it wasn't a secret. Everybody knew. Right. It was one of these things where when yeah. he guy gets off the train at this point to go back to his hometown yeah. so he can go see his current wife to get a divorce, to get the divorce proceedings going because according to everything that we know so far, she wants this divorce. Yeah. He shows up at her place of work. Yeah. They go into a booth and she flat out tells him, she f- 
I don't want a divorce anymore. It's your job now has become very lucrative. Like you're you're, you're coming be, into money. And you're going to give me money because I'm going to say that the kid that I am pregnant with from another man is yours. Yeah. And you who, blackmailing bitch. And who's going to believe yeah. you? And this is 1951. There's no DNA tests. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I had a friend in high school who dated a girl who uh, who looked exactly like this. Really? Yeah. And did this exact same thing. And, like, he went into therapy for years to get over her. I know someone who, yeah. who yeah. was, who had a, a girlfriend, then became wife, and had children with her, had one child with her. Yeah. Um, and then she became pregnant again. And uh, come to find out that she kind of threw it in his face, like, "Oh, our our first daughter might might not be yours, and the baby I'm currently carrying isn't yours." Ooh. Yeah. Then come to find out, he did DNA testing on both kids, and he was the father to both. Ah. So, but go, Maury. Sticky situation. Yeah. Very very sticky. But we have testing to be able to do this now. Right. Yeah. They didn't have that. No. So if she turned around and played the victim. Yeah. Which she very well could have. Yeah. Especially with the papers. Yeah. That would ruin him, especially since he's trying to be a politician. He wants mm-hmm. to, yeah. once he's done with, with uh, his tennis career, yeah. he was going to be try to be a politician. Which would make him seem absolutely horrible, Oh, it's, too. it's a terrible, yeah. terrible thing. That would wreck because his like life. He, yeah, he's, he's dating this woman who is a lucrative senator's daughter, which... You assume the senator's pretty well. He's pretty um, he's up there and morally, in you know, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's up there in tenure. He's been there a while, yes. you know, because it seems like you know. It's, and that's a good place to, you know, it's a good stepping stone to yeah. be is to have a senator and senator's friends in yeah. your pocket, right? When you're trying to run for an office after a career or just begin a political career, right? It's good to yeah. have friends in high places. True. True. So. She, he comes in, he goes, and he's like, she's not going to give him the divorce, even though he hands her, a, like, a stack of cash. Mm. He's like, let's go to your lawyer. And she's like, nope, I'm keeping it. I'm going to buy mm. new clothes. Yeah. And he's angry, and yeah. I can understand why he's angry. Um, and they get to a slight physical altercation where he's kind of just... And he's not hitting her else. or anything, but he's kind of... Yeah, he's, he's got her by the... shaking the shit out of her. He's shaking her, and... Yeah. Uh, the storekeeper's like, you know, keep your personal problems at home. Yeah. Like, this is a place Sign of business. Of times. Yep. Yeah, as well. Yeah, very much so. Oh, he's shaking a woman? Eh. Eh, keep yeah. it at home. Keep it behind yeah. closed doors. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. So, guy rushes out, and he's very, very upset, and he calls his girlfriend, and he's like, oh, I could just strangle her. Yeah. Oh, And he gets back on the train, and he goes back to, uh... Where, DC. Where are they? They're in DC. Yeah, he goes back to DC. Yeah. And then you have this scene where you know basically guy goes, uh, you know, I'm sorry, um, Bruno gets in, the, gets into an amusement park, and you know he uh, he's stalking he's her. Yeah, he stalks. He stalks Merritt, and this is. It's a very weird scene, and it's the way he stalks her yeah. because it's almost like he's flirting with her. Yeah, she's like nobody's really paying attention. He kind of exudes his charisma I guess a little bit yeah. by you know hitting the um, that game the, the strong man game yeah. yep. um, 
And she's looking at him, and she's, like, kind of giving him the, the, the sexy little smile, like, the flirtation. There's flirtation there. Stalking is sexy. Well, mm. if, at first, she doesn't really see it as stalking. She sees it as interest. Mm-hmm. And it's not until they get to the, like, to Lover's the Lane Island. Yeah. Um, they get on this little boat, and they go I thought the, they stole the boat. They did. They yeah. did. They stole the boat. Um, to get to this little island um, where there's a bunch of people like making out and doing things and she's with two dudes I'm like oh okay good for you Um, (laughs) but uh, I assume she's making them pay for all the food oh probably and she keeps she keeps mentioning like how hungry she is and that she's craving things because she's pregnant oh Yeah. yeah um and they're saying, necking's no fun with a mouthful of popcorn. Necking's no fun with a mouthful of popcorn. And she's with two dudes, and I'm like, oh my god, okay. Yeah. 1951. Okay. All right, whatever floats your boat, literally. Um, get, it almost tipped it, too. I get to this island, and um, she's kind of stumbling away from the guys. Yeah. And, she runs across Bruno, and that's in that particular scene is when she sees him. The recognition is there, but now she's afraid, right? Because now he's just showing up at an isolated place, some place that you're not really supposed to know unless you got a date, you right? Yeah. Was he? Did she see him in the boat before, like all alone? Well, yeah, on the boat, it's... following them. Like she a did, but I don't think she saw him follow them to the island Uh, like she was distracted because there's a scream in the tunnel of love Uh, but it's her like her like being tickled and stuff by the two guys and laughing hysterically because they're they're having a good time yeah and but it's like thrown off a little because you're like oh my god did he kill her in the the tunnel of love yeah no 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 yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit of a psych out, right? You know, for a bit, and just what can we, what can happen, right? But you know, you have like the easiest choke out of all time. Oh yeah, oh, again, it doesn't. Uh, it's like Alfred. Roll. It takes longer to choke people out than you think. Yeah, yeah. The, the five seconds with the hands around the neck yeah. thing, but very it was quiet. Than the one in rope. Yeah. 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 <sighs> but it's it was enough that you know he sees like. And then they kind of gloss over the time, too, because he does break her glasses, so there is a bit of a struggle. Yeah. You'd think she would have, like... Kicked him in the balls. Or, like, wrapped her hands around his hands and dug her nails into his hands, because that's what I would have done. Yeah. Or he could have been, like, um... Oh, shit. Well, um... Not last week, the week before. Rope? Not rope. Um... Um, why can I not remember the name of it? It's all in the apartment. Dial M for murder. Yes. Yeah. Dial M for murder. Oh yeah. She could have fought back. We yeah. saw. We saw. We saw. Um, we saw yeah. a woman. Grace fight Kelly. Back. Yeah, Grace. Yes. She fought Grace back Kelly. hard. So. <laughs> I cannot remember yeah. names ever. Yeah. I'm terrible at this. That's all right. She, she had a pair of scissors hard. available, but she still yeah. fought. Even, be- even mm. before the scissors, she was, she, she was not letting that shit happen. Yeah. Like Miriam, just like, oh, this is where I die. Yep, and mm. and she dies. Yep. And it's on cue. You're supposed to be here. Okay, done. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's the. There's uh, there's interesting parts though. I mean, and again, gotta step in for Bob on this one. And just uh, just thinking about this yep. is obviously black. It's a black and white movie, but Hitchcock's perception with colors as well kind of plays in. You got like the the 
Bruno is, you know, darker, um, you know, a little tanned skin, mm-hmm. you know, all in dark with a weird gangster derby on yep. here. And, you know, she, yeah, she's, oh, yeah, sure. But um, she has, um, you know, a, a large white dress. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's the innocence of like, okay, you know, she's going to die. Like, okay, this person's sort of marked. Mm-hmm. Right. As well, you know, I, I was thinking about that. And, um, it just also draws the attention as well that what she is, you know, like what they say, hey, she's fainted. Right. No, she's not no. fainted. Oh, no. no. Like, shit, she's not moving. Makes his escape on the boat. Yeah. Yeah, when he makes his escape on the boat, too, it's like, okay, like, that's even more mysterious, too. And he's altogether too conspicuous when he leaves and catches yeah. the attention. And of that's the, the point of it, too. It's like, it's like Jimmy Stewart's thing in rope. Every, everybody who does a murder always leaves something stupid behind. Right. Yep. So he leaves away, but he sees. He the, almost leaves the lighter behind. Yeah, he almost left the lighter behind, but he did, what he didn't see was, you know, what pays off in the end was mm-hmm. the. The guy who is the uh, the ticket uh, taker. Yep. yep. They're here. Notice, like, who the frick is running away when there's a problem over here? Right. Everyone's like, oh, what's going on around there? And he's very conspicuously just leaving. So yeah. So it's like... So it's to the point yeah. where he helps a blind man cross the street. Yes. You know? That's, yeah. that's a way for people to kind of ignore you. It's like, oh, he's helping that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's not running towards the thing because he's, he's helping this man. Oh, all right. Which, if you follow the path of the carnival, yep. as well that he went through, the, that was towards the rare. Yep. So he still has to go through this entire amusement park and happens to see this blind man. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know, just happens to see this blind man. Oh, okay, that's what he wants to do. Oh, oh. he needs to meet Ralph Mouth and Potsy. I get it. <laughs> so I get it. Okay. Oh, you know, he must have learned that in the war. <laughs> that's that's a deep cut joke. Um, so a guy gets over to Morton. Uh, the Morton's uh, Washington D.C. home, and you know this is where he learns that where um, Anne's father, Senator Morton, played by Leo G. Carroll, uh, informs that his wife is dead. But just before that, guy is in the uh, meets up with him, saying, "Hey, I did it. It's your turn. Yeah. Now you do now." Crisscross. Yeah. Crisscross. Remember? And this is like, what we did too. Like, what the it's fuck like, is wrong with you? What are you talking here? about? Yeah. And then the police show and up. And hands her and her fucking her glasses. Her glasses. Yeah. yeah. And you were, because you were there like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't touch it. Yeah, no, he like, touches get, it. Yeah, I'm, and I'm sitting. prints are on it. I've been doing the same thing. It's like, we got your fingerprints all over the evidence. And I'm of the opinion, it's like, he takes the glasses too. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, those are going to fuck him get in the end. Get rid of He's those glasses gonna... immediately. Right. Which I think he, and he actually did, because we never did, saw them again. we never again. see him again. They just like, so, just went off a bridge immediately. That's all we're done. Nope. Bloop. <laughs> Uh, so Guy Finn's ignorance and sister Barbara, who is again my favorite character in this I movie. I love her so much. <laughs> so good. She's so like jumpy. I love her. She's so excited it's about wonderful murder. Wonderful to have someone who's 
willing to kill for you. Oh, be great, like, now Barbara, you both could be together. Romance. Yeah. And they're like, Barbara, don't you have somewhere to be? Yeah, but this is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> she says what they're probably thinking, but too polite to say. Yeah, yeah. that's what I like her. Oh, and the, they called her Babs. It's like, yeah. I yes. love that name. The yeah. cops will, will suspect him because they and always suspect the husband And she's pretty first. right about everything she says yeah. because yeah. she reads this stuff and she pays attention. Yeah. So she's like, oh, the cops are going to say this and this and this. They're going to say that he was here and they that this happened and everything else. It's like, can you prove that you, were, you weren't you were there? And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was she's talking a, to this professor. True, she, she, today she would be a true, true crime junkie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we forgot to mention the professor. So, yeah. so, uh, guy is on the tra- is literally on a train. There was and another a uh, kid who had a goat. Who had a goat. And he loves that goat like, like a, a kid. Guess what? He is too drunk to remember him. He is. He is very very wasted. But <laughs> he does the calculus theories. Does this make sense? Yes. Yes, yes it does. It does. Yes. Really. <laughs> Like he is, he is sloshed. Like he, his eyes are doing the chameleon thing. He's just like, huh? Where am I? Hi, hi. I'm a professor. Yeah. So when he brings him into the police, uh, he can't as an alibi. Yeah, it doesn't work. The guy, the guy confirms. Yeah, I was on a train last night, and I, but I, I don't remember anything else. And that isn't just confirming a guy on the train isn't good enough because apparently he could have run into him at other anywhere times. else. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's basically, I, I, would, I would confirm you were there, sir, but uh, you were talking to Bourbon, not, uh, not a human being. <laughs> and so, Bourbon was on a train a long time, I So think. basically yeah. the police go, well, we have no evidence against you, but we have no evidence saying that you weren't there, so we're going to put a police officer tail on you, and we're going to name him, and he's going to follow you for 16 hours a day. Yep. And, and they end up like, becoming friends. And they become friends. Yeah. Hennessy? Yeah. Which, you know, funny thing, earlier, uh, we watched this yesterday, and earlier that day I had to go to Walmart and pick up something. And as I'm leaving Walmart, heading back to my car, I saw an empty bottle of Hennessy in the parking lot. And I'm like, ooh, we're getting fancy drunk on our way to Walmart today. <laughs> and then his name ends up being Hennessy. I'm like, what in the hell? <laughs> it was a sign. Seriously. <laughs> I was say, but Walmart, did it have like a crazy straw in there too or something? <laughs> that would have been great. It should have <laughs> been. That would have been great. Just like an empty empty bottle just in the parking lot. I'm like, ha-ha, all right then. <laughs> this reminds me of like calling a few months back. Did you remember the story of the woman who was drinking wine out of a Pringles can? Yes. Yeah. No. Was, there was I remember a, hearing vaguely yeah, about it. This woman there, she took one of those motorized carts and she was drinking wine out of a Pringles can with a straw while leaving Walmart. Yeah. Why a Pringles can? Is it got dust in there it? There's so many different ways to do this. <laughs> it's just one of those you're like. You Pringle dust. She could have literally it. grabbed one of these water bottles that yeah. there are two sitting on this table right now. It's just one of those. You like, could have filled it with wine. Nobody, you'd think it was juice. It's fine. They'd be one of those like there were decisions made leading to this point. I'm not sure. Well, my thing was is when I read this, I'm like, oh, it's Walmart. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's not. Yeah, okay. Notice how I never was said I was Florida? surprised about it. Was it a Florida Walmart though? It doesn't have to be. It's Walmart. Oh, some yeah, of the shit true. I could tell you about they bring Walmart. Bring Florida with them. A yeah. little bit of Florida everywhere. Uh, yeah. Walmart is Florida. 
Florida it's is spreading. our most fucked up state. That's <laughs> <laughs> America's wing. <laughs> Look, we're peeing on Cuba. <laughs> uh, uh, you. Oh. The Key West is the stones. Yep. <laughs> oh. Ow. Oh. Ow, ow, ow. I just sticked it across my legs on that one. Uh, Never had so, stones, so, but I can only imagine. Bruno um, yeah, yeah. has... The only reason oh, why yeah, yeah, he yeah. hasn't gotten... Um, Guy hasn't gone to the police is because Bruno kind of says this kind of stuff that Barbara was saying right. about yeah convinces him that it's like well you're already if, in it yeah if you're yeah. if you're, I'm going yeah, down I'm taking you with you'd be, me you'd be arrested yeah. as an accessory not necessarily I mean if Guy had gone to the cops right at that point he would have said look I think something's happened to my to to my to my wife hmm. there was a guy on the train. I thought he was talking talking BS, but I think he might have done something. Yeah. And go with that. I think and, the yeah. whole uh, Bruno having possession of the lighter becomes important because right. because he could prove that. Yeah. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. Just come out and say, I talked to a man on the train. But if I Bruno... Think he turned out if, to be crazy. But if Bruno turns around and says, well... I don't know what he's talking he, about. I don't know what he's talking about, or... Yeah, well, he asked me to do it, and here's why. Because there's motive. Right. There is motive there. Right. He wanted his wife gone. His wife wasn't going to give him a divorce. He and people knew that. Yeah. People, yeah. the people she worked with knew that. Her friends knew yeah. that. Like the town knew that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, there's motive there to, for him yeah. to have killed his wife, or because have if she else was, do it. or have someone else do it, because <laughs> yeah. if she was out of the way, he could marry his girlfriend. Yeah, and, also, and everybody yeah. knew he had this girlfriend. Yeah, and so and he did say he would. He wants to strangle her yes, too. Yeah, there's a there's. Ample, there's ample layer, there's layers there. of it, yeah. So the it's police true. would have been like, yeah. this guy is saying this, you're telling me this. We have no evidence saying otherwise except what you two are saying. Mm. So it's more than likely a jury is going to convict this one of murder and you for conspiracy. Right. That's true. the way it would work. You're still going to end up doing time. Yeah. Here. So Bruno follows Guy around Washington, D.C. So creepy. Creepily enough, and he's, it looks like he's on the, uh, the steps of, his, it was either the Jefferson Memorial or the, or the Lincoln Memorial. That was a great shot. It was a great I'm shot, sorry. but how the hell did you know it was him? Yeah, I couldn't only, tell. I could a, tell. I could tell because yeah. Yeah. it was enough of a silhouette that evil of a guy in a suit with a fedora on. Mm. And it could have not been him. It could have been anybody 19- else, but... With the way things had been progressing there, with okay. him just showing up yeah. everywhere, yeah, him just a silhouette, yeah. right there of a dude in a suit with a fedora, yeah, is creepy enough to make you go, Jesus effing Christ. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I agree Threat with you. Was enough. Yes. Yeah. So they're at a party at Senator Morton's house, and Bruno demonstrates how to strangle someone playfully, but he gazes upon Barbara, who wore the glasses, and has a physical resemblance to Miriam, and he goes a little crazy. And he kind of breaks. He, yeah. has, he has a, a yep. Yeah, and hearing, hearing the song and the band play on, which played on the carousel, and I didn't know that song had lyrics. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that had lyrics. I always heard... Like, uh, all I knew was that. And the band 
played. Yeah. You didn't I, know, yeah. I didn't know that had lyrics to it. I was, I, I was more I'm like, okay, I know this woman's going to die, but I'm more fascinated with the fact that there's lyrics to this song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it kind of shows where my mindset has been all, all week. It's okay. Here. So it's a flashback where there's a blacks out and... Faints. Yeah. And passes out while yeah. He's, yeah, he's choking out this poor woman. Yeah. No, granted... I meet somebody at a party. The last thing I'm going to let him do is pretend to strangle me. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah what and was this dumbass lady. Murder Christ. party talk. Just like they were just, they, no, Yeah, they were having a murder party, which was, okay, he was exuding at some of his charm. At a senator's house? I know, I know. And, but the ladies were into it. Yeah. The two ladies were sitting there who were, like, giggling about yeah, it. Well, I suppose I would kill my husband with a hammer. They kind of seemed like they were board housewives, you know? Yeah. Like, well, here's the, the, the little uh, conversation he had with the senator at mm. this party, which, uh, let's see, it is a large chunk of dialogue on the quotes page of IMDb. <laughs> He's just going on about nothing. Yeah. About smelling things on Mars from yeah. Earth. Yeah, what and was the, up with that? Or harnessing life energy See, or and, something? And that is why he reminds me of my coworker. <laughs> also, a little bit of our friend's dad. Yes, yes. Were you there for the Solar no, Roads conversation? No, but I heard all about the Solar Roads. Oh, the Solar Roads. I have no idea what he was talking about, and I'm not entirely sure he did either, but we all just kind of sat there, like, nodding. I, know what, like, I uh-huh. know what he was talking about, because they're trying to harness this type of technology in China, Yeah. but it's not something that's going to come to fruition until It's going to take a long line. time. And it's... it's, it's very, very theoretical, and I I know what he was talking about, but it's not something that's going to happen, at least not right now. Uh, but anyway, well, so um, yeah, there's the strangling out here, and then Anne realizes that Barbara resembles Marion, so her suspicions arouse, she, and she, she can, puts everything together. Yeah, really she is brilliant. Yes, she's brilliant, and again for this time where women were. To the side, right? This in movies like this, but he this, has a tendency. This girl to write, has a brilliance. Well, he writes. He, yeah. The writer who, who, well, granted, it was a woman who wrote it. Hmm. Um, the screenplay. The I don't know if she wrote the the screenplay. Took the character and basically went. We got to give her some depth here. You know, Will, she's, Whitfield she's, Cook, yeah. Yeah, we got to give her some depth. So yeah. they they gave her intelligence, which yeah. again, yeah, in in the time frame. Uh, not a lot of them had a deep no. sort of intelligence. No. Um, so this one was good. This one was like, okay, she's highly intelligent. Yeah. She figures shit out quick. Barbara is even very highly intelligent. Yeah. Like, there are two intelligent women in this movie. I and like they can to. go, yay! Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, and after, um, was it after Guy kicks, uh, well, punches Bruno in the face, then eventually they just, like, throws him out of the party. Yeah. Like, as Bruno is being driven away... I love how she comes, like, Anne comes out and she's like, all right, asshole, spill it. I figured out your shit. <laughs> yeah, she's just like, come on now. Yeah. Like, Tell right, me what happened. Out with it. He what killed, the fuck happened? He yeah. killed Miriam, didn't he? Yeah. And you know it. Yeah. What's going on here? What are you hiding from me? Yeah. It's like, enough of the bullshit. Out with it. And yeah. he, t- he spills his guts and she completely 100% believes him. Which is a good thing because he's telling the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. And then she tries to think of a way to help. So she goes and talks to Bruno's mom. Which, her heart's in the right place, but she just made it worse. Yeah. Yeah, and before that, though, Guy says, okay, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to... 
to try to talk to his dad and, you know, get into the house and it just, that doesn't go well either. Because he's waiting. Yes. He's pretending. Yes, with Scooby-Doo waiting. Puppy. Yep, that is a big dog. He's pretending to, he's like, okay, I'm going to go along with them and do the murder you want me to. Yeah. And he follows all the directions and... I don't know how he gets past the Great Dane. He just lets it smell. Because I think the Great Dane wasn't actually a guard dog. He's, He's just, just a puppy. No. Just a big old marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, no. He's one like, of the ones who will help you rob the house. Yeah. Oh. Like, yeah. Most pit bulls I've met, they look ferocious, but they are giant marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then he gets to the bedroom and surprise, it's Bruno. Yeah. Surprise. He was suspicious. Yeah. Oh, really? We find out that he was, you know, just, guy was just there to warn the dad. Yes, Mr. Haynes, what's the matter? I'm like, you know, an audible ass, but shit. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. All right. And he lets him have the freaking gun. He's just like, I won't be needing this. There's the map and puts the gun on the bed or something. It's like, why'd you let Bruno take the gun? But he does have one really cool line when he follows him out and he's still pointing the gun. He's like, don't worry, I'm not going to kill you here. It'll I'll disturb, disturb mother. Yeah. I'll think of something much I'll better. I'll think of something better later. And it's like, and it's like oh, snap. When he says it'll disturb mother, it just makes me think, like, mother. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it'll disturb mother. I think Hedgecock had an issue with mommies. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> so then Anne visits Bruno's house, tries unsuccessfully to convince the mother to say, hey, he's a problem. And, you really uh, should have something. He's yeah. sick. He needs help. And Bruno has a space, uh, <laughs> he has a robe on that looks like planets. God, it's like he's a, a space I, I was getting the Hefner vibe so bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's more of a, well, I mean, it's like, a, it's a house robe. It's but a it's, house robe, but, a, but you add a smoking jacket, and yeah, yeah right there. It, it's very, and a gaudy pattern. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, as hell. Oh, yeah. I wish I could have seen that in color. Yeah. Right? I was imagining it was, like, gold and, like, money. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, but, yeah, after that, it's like, all right, you're just kind of waiting for the shoot, the next shoe to drop. Yeah, and then we get the one point, though, where he actually does, like, he does. <laughs> this was, it's like mentioned in Austin Powers, too, where it's like a good villain will always give away the plot slightly. Right. Yeah. So he mentions to Anne that he has the cigarette lighter, and he's going right. to plant it on the island, and that's going to get him. Right. And you're just like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. God, I gotta tell him. <laughs> he's like, why don't you... Uh... Then he's gotta play tennis. He's like, just shoot him. Mm. Yeah, he's always like, all right, so he's gonna, you know, plant this, this cigarette lighter on the island so it makes, so there's some physical evidence that a yeah. uh, guy was there. And they figure, it's like, oh, he's gonna wait till after dark because he said it. Mm-hmm. He said that it was gonna, you know... He was going to go back there at that time, so because he's got that in his head to go to do that after dark. And they knew he was going to go on that day because he was going to get it done as quickly as possible. Yeah. But guy has a tennis match, and God forbid you skip your tennis. Well, Mm -hmm. when you're already being hounded by the cops, right? If you skip out, they're going to be suspicious as hell. At this point, too, the cops are super suspicious of him because he gave them the slip. To go and do the quote unquote murder. Yeah. So they're already like. Oh, he he disappeared. Oh, there's gonna be another dead body, yeah. another dead woman. Yeah. Um, Find another dame somewhere in the report. Right. Yeah. So they were like already super suspicious of him. Like, all right, he gave us the slip, and then he just turned up again. So, um, something's up. Something's going on. So they're really watching him. They're like, 
right on him. So they come up with this plan to have Barbara bribe a taxi to sit there and wait for him with a pair of pants. Yep. I think the pair of pants is hysterical. <laughs> I was like, because you can't, you can't, you obviously can't drive in tennis shorts. God forbid. <laughs> um, and wait for, uh, wait for him to finish the match. And I'm like, God damn it, dude, just throw the goddamn match. Right. It's like, it can't be, you just have a lousy day. Yeah. You know, you're having a lousy but time. But how would that build? How would that build up? I, it's though? true. You had a point. It didn't build. Yeah. It wouldn't have built if yeah. he'd done it. He's also playing the wrong way that he usually doesn't right. do, he's, too. He's usually, like, like, collected and, and yeah. he waits for his win. And he's yeah. waiting for... And this time he's just playing erratically. Like, yeah. Wait, something's different. He's taking a lot of a lot of risks. This is weird. And meanwhile, while this is while the tennis is going on, you've got Bruno going back to is it Medcalf, Medfield, Med- Medcalf, Medcalf, Medcalf. He's going to Metcalf, the the town where this all took place, and he, you know he's leisurely going and. Um, Whoops! He accidentally drops the lighter down a drain, <laughs> which I was like. <laughs> And it's like, it would have been great it if it just went kabloop. Yeah, it was oh, great. No. I was just like, oh, it's gone forever. No. Yeah, no. He has very right long arms, I guess. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you should have gotten some gum and, and a like wire. A, a wire or just something. Yeah. But no, I mean, so that kind of cut into his daytime plans. But he got there super early. I mean, it was, yeah. that was just for us. That was to keep yeah. us in suspense. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Because it didn't do anything to his plan. Yeah. It's like, oh, he got it back and it was fine. He just yeah. sat around eating ice cream all day. Right. Waiting. Waiting yeah. for the sun to go down. Yeah. Then we get to the... We're at the amusement park. Everybody's there. And then... Um, and Guy manages guy, to give them the slip. Yeah. Guy arrives there. And then uh, the police officers shoot a guy, but then accidentally kill a carousel operator. Because the guy who... Yeah. Let's fire randomly into a crowd. Well, why the, don't we? The guy who, who saw um, Bruno... Yeah. points him out in the crowd but they think he's talking they're pointing to Guy and right, so yeah. when they see Guy running after this other person they're like hold it and then they shoot and they accidentally kill the, the yeah. which I'm like oh yeah that's great yeah, yeah. fire randomly, fire randomly into, a into a crowd yeah what are you Yosemite Sam yeah. and then we get a yeah. really funny scene in my opinion because <laughs> you, you're on this carousel and these two guys that you got guy and bruno beating the crap out of each other the carousel's going super fast and all the girls are screaming and they're you got this one their kid their balloons are like horizontal behind them and there's one kid yeah <laughs> where's mother, my boy where's my boy my boy, boy. And, she, and the kid's like this is great and he helps punch too he does it's yeah. great I, I don't i don't know if he was punching the right person yeah, i don't he, know he, well he just punched in general hit bruno a couple times and then Bruno just pushed him off the horse and the oh kid God. nearly goes flying out. That, yeah. Yeah. And that's and then, when and, um, and Guy and saves guy him. Guy saves him and puts him in a like you get in there. You punch. Yeah. And, and I, oh and then the old the other old guy who Now that stunt Ooh. I looked it up. That stunt was not done with any special effects. Oh God. That guy actually did crawl underneath a spinning carousel. 
at maybe not quite that speed, but it was going fast. That was a legit thing. And, and um, See, that had me on my seat. Alfred, yeah. Alfred Hitchcock said that is the most dangerous stunt I have ever had in any movie I've ever done, and I will never have someone do something that dangerous and again. With and my, with my alternate ending, it would have not needed. Would have not be needed. <laughs> the, here's, the, here's the one of the funny parts of it, is when he's crawling under, he stops, grabs a sandwich from his pocket, and takes a bite of yeah. it, and keeps <laughs> going. And I'm like, Aww. yeah, okay, I would. Too, yeah. yeah, but think about it. He's like a carnival worker. Yeah. He's a this carnival a, worker is, in rural New York. This is a day. Yeah. yeah. This is True. a day for him. Like, oh, I got to crawl under and fix this, this it's machine. Like he does, like he doesn't All even, right. He doesn't even flinch. Nah, I can do it. I can do it. It's fine. Like, he's got no problems, and you know what? That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I, I agree. And he does pop up through the hole and manage to pull the lever. But he pulls, okay, he pulls that brake down. way too fast yes. because, well, yeah. let's go, that's why it wrecks like it does. Yeah. And that, that was a hell that of a... That was a hell of a wreck. Yeah. That was a hell of a wreck. I looked at it like, ooh. Yeah, that was, that was close up. Maybe because I'm an American horses. man and too, I'm like, oh, God, red, cool. See, and then the oh, horses... it wrecks really and well. And the horses... And they stare at the... Like, the, 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 the carousel horses are just moving up and down then one of them looks right at the camera. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, Oh shit! I'm freaked <laughs> For out. For a while, I thought uh, Bruno was trying to get um, Guy's head under one of the hoofs, and it kind of like, looked like it. Yeah. like that. Yeah. Donk, yeah. Donk, donk, yeah, donk. That, that, you know, it's not a real uh, horse, right, yeah. Bruno? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. sure. There was a good tension point where, like, guys hanging onto the bar for a moment. He's like yeah. stomping on his fingers. Yeah, oh. it's a good I shot of it more too. More fingers, on. more feet on fingers. Yeah, Ow. it's a good shot of it too. I really liked it. So, um, but you know, the the wreck happens. Yeah. And, um, the Guy's police, fine. the police are are going up to get guy and. Yeah. The carnival worker's like, no, not him. Not him, that The other one. guy. No. I don't know who this is. Uh, no, not that asshole, this asshole. And they're like, <laughs> what? What's going on? Yeah. The guy gives a really brief He's... like synopsis of what's going on. He yeah. gives the Reader's Digest version of what's been happening. Yeah. And, and, and Bruno is... Fatal, is fatally wounded, yeah. but he's still faking. Like I tried to go there to get the get your lighter back, so they wouldn't fr- they wouldn't. And he's like, you know, "Why are you keeping you. this up, dude?" And he's like, "He's not gonna let it go." And then he dies, and as and he dies, go, yeah. he opens his hand, and the lighter's in his hand. Yeah, he's so, like, "See, see." And guys, like, come, you know, I, I can explain everything. Yeah. And the police chief's like, well, why don't you come tomorrow? Come to my... We'll clear this all up. Why don't you stay in town for the night? Yeah. Yeah, Don't don't leave town. Yeah. And then the next... The the ending is, you know, uh, Anne and, uh, and Guy on a train, and there's a priest sitting across from them. And the priest looks up and says... Hey, aren't you Guy uh, Guy Haynes? And he, he like he goes like he's gonna say yes, I am. And then they then, then they the, both look at each other, get up and leave, <laughs> just silently just leave. And I'm like, good job. <laughs> the end. Lesson the learned. End. Yep. Yeah. The end. Lesson learned. Never talk to anyone on mass transit. <laughs> it is a really well done movie. Yes, yes, it was enjoyable. It is a really well done enjoyable flick. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's a. Found it a little long. Yeah. Well, the, I think I can see why you would say that. It, was, it, it didn't was... feel. It didn't feel as long as North by Northwest. No, it did not. No, well, North by Northwest was, I think, was a half just, hour longer. Yeah, like just over two hours. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there was a couple of scenes that didn't need to be there, but mm. again, 
it wasn't that out of place. It, it was the tennis that went on a little longer. Yes. The tennis. I, mean, I understand why it was there, but it went on. Well, the, you could have yeah. still done like one tennis match and then sped up the others. Yeah, we don't. Need while to he watch while he's three. looking at the time, like you could have done yeah. well, an did. homage of the tennis with yeah. a clock in the background, yeah. superimposed, and that would have given you the feel of intensity. They did yeah. kind of speed it up though when they're just doing the close-ups of the faces. Yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think the tennis still went on a little long. Yeah. I agree. But would you like to hear my alternate ending? Yes, where I there, would. Where there would not need to be any carousel wreckage at all. Aw, but that's the iconic part. That is, but it wouldn't. it's not necessary. I'm curious it's, now. It's a cool fight All right. If they had a little bit more time to plan, like, given, like, you know how they're, sit- they're standing there going, oh, he's going to be there at, at, you know, he's going to get there at night to drop the lighter. If they had talked to Barbara, because you already know that he's got this little thing with Barbara, because Barbara looks like Miriam. Yep. So he's kind of doing it. So like he's got he, the the. He's got a I've murder killed on her. Hands. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. killed her. If they had waited until dark, and had gone to that island, maybe just a little bit before him, they'd gotten there just a little bit earlier, and gotten to that island, and had Barbara waiting there. In the darkness, when Just he shows up to drop the lighter, and she walks out in a white dress, looking like her, I think... And just kind of, like, make him break a little bit. May, yeah, especially if she left to go to the island during the yeah. during the, uh, the tennis match. Yeah. It would have been enough to, to send him to break, and since they were already following... Um, since they were only following Guy, the police, the police would have showed up before anything happened. It would have just been enough to him, like, I killed you! I killed you! And, you know, because he was already in a psychotic sort of situation where if he was even trying to kill her again, the police would have been there to stop him. It's like, I killed her already! She's already dead! I killed her! That would have... And it makes sense, because the two times he sees Barbara in the movie... Uh, like before then, he She's just wearing got, a white he, dress. He, well, he trance. Well, at the at the tennis club, yeah. he like trances out, staring at her. Yeah. And then later on, at uh, when at, he's, at when the he's party, strangling the lady, like he full on like goes into a goddamn seizure. Almost. Yes. True. So yeah. yeah. So, so I think they could have done a psychotic break there. She could have been real bait. Damn. Kind of thing. Damn, that's dude. That's good. Yeah, you know, get that whole villainous breakdown. That's good. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, wow. Yeah, wow. I was I was actually a little disappointed that that wasn't the end. Yeah. I was like, oh crap! You missed a perfectly good like yeah. like mental somebody who's actually mentally breaking down. It seems to be like that would be if Rod Serling directed it. Yeah. Yes, like yeah. that, that would have been so that would have been how they did it because he yeah. he would have liked to have those or like somebody completely broke mm. the eggs. It reminds me of the Henry Dennis episode of uh, of Twilight Zone. There with the guy who wanted to read and his glasses broke. Yeah. There was time now. Yeah, time enough at last is the name of the episode. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's classic. It's at the same the, time there were up there you could have gone to an eyeglass place. Yeah. There's nobody left. Yeah. But his eyes in. see, but his eyes were so bad, how could he have found it? Yeah. Uh, like he he sure. could he had like twenty two thousand division. He couldn't see shit. No. You got a point. No, he couldn't. You got a point. No. You got a point. No, but do you have any fantasy casting? Because I got a few funny ones. I felt like Bruno looked kind of like Bill Murray, just like around the eyes. Around the eyes and a bit and, and a bit with the mannerisms too. I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely see Bill Murray pulling off that role. Looks like Larry. 
He, Sorry, Larry. he looks like Larry. <laughs> <laughs> the I thought of Inglorious Bastards. I when still I saw haven't this. seen that. Yeah, there, there's a scene where one of the uh, actresses gets choked out. Yes. And okay. in order to do this, it's a very Tarantino-esque scene because Tarantino gets on her and chokes her. Yep. Just right. to get the shot right, and there's a shot of her feet. Of course there is. And I just thought of it if Bruno was played by Tarantino. <laughs> oh, God. And you're just to see, like, okay, I got you. Like, how he puts himself in the films. There'd like, be a lot more N-words. He, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he sort of just, like, he puts himself in the film. I think he stopped when he did um, Django Unchained. I don't think he was in that one. But oh, um, Wasn't uh, he the Australian... Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yes, he was. It was yeah, like, yeah. Stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh that's a yeah, that, but that's funny when he dies though. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but he's still like, he puts himself in the room as like okay, but he's very Hitchcock esque mm. to a degree. Is absurd to notice it, but it's just having him as Tar- uh, Tarantino play that that would be good. I'm, to, just, yeah. I'm just remembering his <coughs> his cameo in Planet Terror, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I still can't play that song on that soundtrack at all because I get the visual image. There you are. Women in cages. Yeah. <laughs> two, two more. Yes. All right. For Bruno as well, I would say David Tennant. Oh, that'd be cool. He could definitely do it. Yeah. Because he said it when he said he's in, you know he's in the shadows. I'm like I just I immediately thought of his Kilgrave role in Jessica Jones. Yeah. The only good thing about that damn show. <laughs> I don't hear about that because I just like he didn't even have to be on screen to scare the fuck out of me. Mm. Well, Kilgrave or you know the Purple Man is a fucking terrifying mm. character just from the get go. Just what he can but, do, yeah. and Tennant can play it very very well. Oh yeah, Tennant's really good he at didn't playing. Didn't have to say a fucking word. Okay, yeah. Tennant has Tennant's played really good. Tennant's played yeah. a psychopath yeah. in um. Years ago, he did, I can't remember what it was, but it was like a miniseries mm-hmm. in, uh, in the UK that also starred the girl who played Liz in um, Shaun of the Dead. Okay. She played his girlfriend. And the whole thing was about, like, they were in a relationship and then they broke up and he starts stalking her. Yeah. And it's almost very, very similar to what Bruno does to Guy. Yeah. Except they're in a relationship. Um, but he's terrifying. He's very good at being terrifying. Well, he, he's he very was good even, at almost everything he does. I he was really even upsetting that. his Barty Crouch Jr. He was. Yes, he was. Yeah. Kept licking his lips. Uh, the, yeah. yeah, Cheeto. Yeah, he was. Here. The, um, yeah, that was... I can't think of it either. But the, oh, Broadchurch. Broadchurch, he's very good. I thought he was a detective in there. He is. Yeah. He's, he's broken. He's a broken detective. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, obviously here, but just another one just to say because I recently watched an episode of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee just for a really lunacy version. Tracy Morgan as Bruno Anthony. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I cut your wife. Why are you going to go ahead and get my dad? I tried to watch uh, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. I tried to watch it. I watched like maybe four episodes yeah. before I wanted to punch Jerry Seinfeld so much. Oh, yeah. He's not getting <laughs> it at all. He's such an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, I can't. The, the one with Stephen Colbert. 
I'm like listening to Stephen Colbert talk and he's like bringing up all this stuff mm. and I was like oh man and Jerry Seinfeld keeps shutting him down I'm like mm. fuck you Jerry yeah. let that him was, talk yeah that was one of the earlier ones oh, and then I he kind of learned to do it I it's, still can't but it's him. still Ooh. just Tracy Morgan to me it's just he is he's funny no matter what he does he is funny there's, there's right. like you know someone went and got her pregnant <laughs> <laughs> You gotta ice her up. I'll go ahead and do it. We swap murders. That's good. You're just thinking of this because I, I said you did a pretty good impression and you also do a good Jimmy Stewart. And I then do. I'm like, what if Jimmy Stewart and Tracy Morgan do both of them? Oh my God. Talking to each other. <laughs> yeah, and I just improv the whole thing while we were driving about him blaming. So, yeah, my boy did it. He's a puka. <laughs> <laughs> No, the puka did it. See, he's a six foot tall invisible rabbit. I swear. <laughs> Cast a money python. Go. <laughs> I can dig it. <laughs> I could dig it, and it's just. <laughs> it's just absolute lunacy. <laughs> <laughs> Miriam. Would the murder be done by uh, squishing <laughs> your face? <laughs> we squished your head on the island. And, Miri and Miriam is just John Cleese in drag. <laughs> oh, maybe not John Cleese. Maybe um. Uh, oh, Terry, Terry, Terry Jones. Terry Jones. Terry Jones. All right. Yes. Yeah. Terry yeah. Jones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he writes children's oh, Lord, books. I didn't want to divorce. Did you know he writes children's books? <laughs> yes, I did. It's a, they're amazing. Yeah. Just so you know, they are really yeah. good. Terry Jones also did a he did a one man show in Portugal in Portuguese. Really? Yeah, in Portuguese as a a love story between a fire hydrant and a wrench. Of course. <laughs> Blink, blink, what? <laughs> I, I read that article and I'm like, why isn't that in English and why isn't that here? Because why haven't I seen this? Because that sounds heard. so absurd. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking love filled. And then, yeah. I've, I've seen some yeah. weird ass modern art projects coming out of Japan and yeah. that still trumps those. I can see a, a wrench, you know, screwing a. Unscrewing. Unscrewing the nuts. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's just, <laughs> I'm thinking Michael, was it a Michael Pollan would be oh. Bruno Antony just there. Oh, got any room to kill my dad? You got a room for me? Kill my dad for me? Kill my dad for me? I'll kill your ex-wife? You want to do it for me? <laughs> <laughs> Life of Brian, the ex-leper uh, role. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're the one who did that. He is the Messiah. <laughs> I'm not the Messiah. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you to kill my wife. I didn't tell you to kill my wife here. I should know you told me to kill my wife. I killed a few. <laughs> oh, I'm still I'm going to run with that Monty Python thing all night. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen Life of Brian. Oh, well, last time I saw amazing. Life of Brian was with you. Yeah, yeah. So, I have it on DVD. Uh, yeah, along with, you know, I never we never did sit and watch Baron Munchausen. No, that's not. I ha it's it's uh, Meaning of Life. Yeah. Um, Life of Brian. Life, Life of Brian, Brian and Baron Munchausen is like a triple DVD set that I got. Cool. Yeah. Is it in the other room? Uh, it, uh, it's actually right here. It's in, oh. it's in, it's in the living room, it's so it's right, not yeah. quite the other room yet. Yeah. We haven't been in the other room in quite some time. Yeah. Yep. I see. I'm a little afraid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> we don't know what's in there anymore. It's a little cluttered. Yeah. 
<laughs> well. Something about the, um, maybe the, this probably doesn't mean anything, but um, I was reminded with the Miriam getting strangled. She look, it's her glasses. She looks so much like Miss um, Kringle from Gotham or whatever her name was. Yes. The same kind of glasses, same death by strangulation. Yes, Enigma's girlfriend. If we're all right, if we're talking Gotham, the show, I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, just, that, that was that was, just was good. something in my head that yeah. I just I, I forgot all I about that. I thought you were that. going with the magic school bus because she kind of looked like her too. <laughs> no, no, not Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle. <laughs> There's a Frizzle, uh, not on my route, but on another route in my office. Oh my I'm God. like, ah, that's where she is. <laughs> she lives in Attleboro. Yeah. Great. I thought she was a tiger lady. Oh man. <laughs> All right, so folks, I think it's our time now. Everybody good? I'm all set. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we'll go ahead and take a little time, and I hope you just love what we do because we love doing this for you. Mm-hmm. Have a good old time. Be good. Take care of yourselves, but don't be too good. Your people ought to come up with something now. <laughs> <laughs>